Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me, Gopika Gopakumar. Here are the main headlines this morning. Tata Motors said it will raise up to $1 billion for a new passenger electric vehicle subsidiary from TPG Rice Climate and its co-investor ADQ. The investors will pump in the funds through compulsory convertible instruments for 11-15% to 15% stake in the newly incorporated unit. That would give the company an equity valuation of up to $9 billion. Reserve Bank of India has granted a small finance bank license to a consortium of Centrum Financial Services and Resilient Innovation, which is Bharat Pace parent. The bank named Unity Small Finance Bank will now take over the assets and liabilities of Punjab and Maharashtra Cooperative Bank. Z Entertainment Enterprises has hit back at Invesco, alleging that the American investors' activism, including demanding a special shareholder meeting, followed Z Managing Director Puneet Goenka rejecting a deal that its largest shareholder proposed earlier this year. In a six-page letter to the stock exchanges, Z said Goenka shared with the board a note giving the details of Invesco's proposed transaction, under which Z's current shareholders would have held 40%, while an unnamed Indian group would have controlled 60% after infusing 14,000 crore rupees in cash in the merged entity. Reliance New Energy Solar Limited, a wholly owned subsidiary of Reliance Industries, has invested $29 million as a strategic lead investor in Germany-based Nexwaf GmbH's Series C funding round. Nexwaf supplies wafers to solar cell producers. The company has raised $45 million in Series C funding round. Mobiquick, which earlier this week received the market regulator's approval to float a 1900 crore rupee initial public offering, became the 32nd Indian unicorn this year after concluding a secondary transaction that valued the digital payments firm at $1 billion. The transaction was led by former Blackstone India head Matthew Surya, who doubled down on his Mobiquick bet, buying shares at almost twice the price he had invested in the startup earlier this year. The transaction followed Mobiquick's staff deciding to exercise their ESOPs through secondary sale. After successfully privatizing Air India, the finance ministry said it has received financial bids to transfer 100% ownership and management control in Central Electronics Limited. CEL is a public sector undertaking under the administrative control of Department of Science and Industrial Research. CEL was established in 1974 with an objective to commercially exploit indigenous technologies developed by national laboratories and research and development institutions in the country. The IMF has raised its inflation forecast for India to 5.6% for this fiscal from the 4.9% estimated in April, citing growing inflationary risks worldwide even as it kept its growth forecast for the year unchanged at 9.5% for Asia's third largest economy. Reserve Bank of India has barred chartered accounting firm Hari Bhakti and Company from taking up any type of audit assignments for entities regulated by it. The bar comes into effect from April 1, 2022 and will remain in place for a period of two years. This will not impact audit assignments taken up by the firm in RBI regulated entities for the financial year 2021-2022. 
Moving on to markets, Indian indices have maintained a bullish run with Nifty closing just shy of the 18,000 mark on Tuesday. Benchmark indices are likely to open in green today. A host of companies including Infosys Wipro, Mindtree, Advic Laboratories and Aditya Birla Money are announcing their quarterly results today. And in business term of the day, we look at the IMF or the International Monetary Fund. It promotes international financial stability and monetary cooperation. It also facilitates international trade, promotes employment and sustainable economic growth and helps to reduce global poverty. The IMF was originally created in 1945 as part of the Bretton Woods Agreement, which attempted to encourage international financial cooperation by introducing a system of convertible currencies at fixed exchange rates. With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Stay safe. Keep smiling. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.